When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't remember anything about my first day of high school. Not one thing. I'm going to tell you what mine was, okay? I get off the bus at the high school, go in the gym. We're all in the gym, you know, and I don't, I think the principal is going to talk to us all. Why we went to the gym and didn't go to the auditorium, I don't know, but we was in the gym. So, mystery. I'm sitting in about the halfway thing in the seats in the gym. And it's a bunch of us freshmen. And as always, right, you got seniors above us and seniors below us. That's so, a that's as always? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what happens the first thing that happened, okay, is hey. A senior sandwich. <laughs> yeah. They're pushing this little chubby guy on me and I pushed him off of me. <laughs> Well, next thing happened is he done sucker punched me in the in the in the eye. You done got- black my eye. Okay, so the fight's on. Okay, and this about is- this goes on for about five minutes. He swings at me. I duck, and he makes a bad mistake. He hit me with his fist on the on my head, and it was just like somebody shot a twenty two rifle. You heard pow, and he said, "Hold it, hold it, hold it!" Grabbed his hand. And when he said, hold it, hold it, grab his hand, I knocked him down, was on top of him. And they drug me <laughs> off of him. So your first day of high school. Fight. You got jumped. Yeah, I got sucker no, punched. No wonder you remember your first day. Oh, no, no. Look, and here's, here's the wildest thing about all this is, me and Charles, that was a guy's name that the seniors pushed me on, we become best friends. <laughs> and, so and you, he sucker punched you. And, and you, he sucker punched me. And you whooped But he paid for it because they had to drag me off of him when he said, oh, no, I'm hurt. I said, yeah, you sure are. Started just wailing on that head. You and Chubby Chuck. That's right. No, Charles. Oh, Chubby Charles. Chubby Charles. Chubby Chuck. He had me about, oh, probably 175. So he's about 300 then. Yeah, there's was, no way pretty, you was more than He was pretty heavy on the hoof. Yeah. You know, he, he was, was our, he was a guard. So okay. y'all were the exact uh, opposites. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was string bean. Well, why did he punch you? Huh? Cause hey, they pushed him. They pushed me on you know him on me and when I pushed him back, he nailed me. I hate you know, to kinda, tell you, he kinda, it was one of them. Hey, it was a surprise. Okay, for me. I don't disagree with you often. What? I'm going to disagree because you started this story by saying. I bet ninety percent of boys' first day of high school. Yeah, they've had like a fight. What? <laughs> that you number is significantly lower than ninety. <laughs> oh no, it'd be fifty-fifty anyway. I thought you was gonna say the seniors no, it'd be told 50/50. you to take the elevator to the third floor, and there wasn't no third floor, and there wasn't no, no elevator, okay. or you know. You. Like, I I'm with Martin on this one. We didn't go. I, I'm telling you, take a poll. Take a poll All across right. the nation. First day at high school, how many of you had a fight? Why are you yelling? Golly, he's fired up, boy. He's fired. He remembers that that's sucker. Right. But I, what I don't. Oh, Tim, I'm going to say two <laughs> or three people respond with yes. 
Oh, it'd be more than that. But y'all were but, dumb enough to fight in the gym. Everything we did was a fight out in the parking lot whenever it happened. Nobody well, no, wanted no, to get in trouble. We got in school and was settled down. When yeah. the fight was, hey, the coaches would normally, if you started a fight, yeah, you know, a couple of coaches would grab you by the scuff of your neck. And we'd go up behind the uh, 4-H barn where they had all the animals. You know, and tell me, all right, now, and push it out there and tell me, settle it. That, that, was, that was back in the days where teachers and principals could actually discipline oh, yeah. the students. Yeah, they took care of business. And you got in a fight, mm. hey, they didn't they didn't break it up. They just they, put it on pause. Yeah, they just put it on pause, That's went right. behind the building and then said, okay, get you know, hey, go for it. Beat the living you know what out of each other. And after you done it, tell me, all right, shake hand down, let's go back to work. Let's go back to school. Did y'all get paddlings at school? No, no. I did. We got one of them things called a leather belt. Okay. Oh. Okay, it wasn't no paddle. I got a piece of timber laid across my rear end yeah. at Westminster. Oh, so when we were when I <laughs> when we were coming up through high school, what percentage of junior highs and high schools do you think had paddle? When paddle, we were there, yes, all of them, all of them. They all had it when I, I got paddled once. What what how, what the, what's the percentage now? Some of them had paddles. Some of Less them used than ten. Now? Less than ten. Oh, yeah. now you couldn't oh. even. Oh, they'd, they'd arrest the teacher. <laughs> yeah, it's, what, it's yeah. true. Arrest oh, yeah. yeah. And they'd have put the coaches, all the coaches would have went to jail. Something tells me somewhere out there in West Texas, they still paddle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. They are somewhere. Or North yeah. Arkansas. Oh, yeah. West Texas, Central Arkansas. Hey, North probably North Arkansas, Carolina, Western South Kansas. Carolina. They still. They still no. Got, yeah. No, they're out. Oh, no, they ain't out. Yeah, they're out. Out. Yeah. West Virginia. Yep, maybe they still oh, yeah, on that Best bag. Virginia do it. We oh, yeah. all were afraid of my uh, one of the principals at our school because there was a rumor he had an electric paddle. Electric paddle, electric and I guess paddle. it was like a taser and a paddle that. Well, he had in one in Prodders, cattle Prodders. That one at Coach <laughs> I married his granddaughter. That one at Coach Ainsworth had at Westman High School must have had a lidocaine on it because when he dope popped me that first time, everything went numb. <laughs> He hit me so hard. <laughs> you know what, though? Well, you would have been a good boy, though. But you know what? I deserved it, yeah. too. Well, yeah. hey, there you go. I knew when I went in there, I said, they done got the mm. kid. They done got me, son. <laughs> Coach Ainsworth, mm. about five, eight, maybe. Oh. And let me tell you, he got a little crow hop. I saw that shadow coming, son. Ooh. I said, it's yeah. going to hurt. I can't yeah. he was ex-military, probably. He was full-time football coach and assistant principal, so whatever yeah, he, he was. He probably did some time in the military. Mr. Stokes got me, and he's the opposite of 5'8". He was 6'8", I think, yeah. and just everybody's scared of him because he's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think. And he hit me with that paddle, and I was like, that didn't hurt. And it mm -hmm. took a second, and once the sting came into play, I was like, I'm never sitting down again. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds like well, coach, coach Hicks. He was 6'8", about 390. <laughs> Big oaf cousin. Oh, oh yeah, he did three ninety. Yeah, when he grabbed by the neck, it was like this. You <laughs> off the ground. Come with me, young man. Uh, me, yes, sir. <laughs> well, we talk about this like it was a hundred years ago. Oh no. Yeah. Well, I remember that as it was five minutes ago. It was oh, way back to nineteen hundred, though. Yeah. I was early. Oh back. no, technically, I guess mine would have been about year two thousand because I was a junior. So it would have been right around the turn of the millennium when, when the whole world didn't end. Every morning, our computers how didn't times crash. And how people have changed. Oh, what are you talking about? Every morning we would say the Pledge of Allegiance. Everybody would stand up, put your hand over your heart, say the pledge, and then the teacher would say a prayer, and then we'd start our day. And if you did something bad, 
There were consequences. <laughs> oh, have times changed? Oh, have they changed? Yeah. Or the, the worse. That was the only time I got paddled, but I bear crawled enough to peel all the skin off my hands yeah. to do another stupid crap. But when the teachers would just tell the coaches and not go the other route because they knew whatever the coaches did would be worse it's than going worse. down there and getting a couple of licks. Coach so. Bristow would put you in the long jump pit and just tell you start jumping in the sand. Until you threw up or he got tired of watching you. And he, oh, either that he or, could watch that for a really long either time. Either that or put you in the circle. Oh, no. Coach Al's a big believer put you up under that chute. Oh, yeah, in the cage? It was a cage, but <laughs> it was all all square tubing. So if you come up a little early, cage. your bell rung. For, oh, yeah. yeah. And you just kept, you kept. What was it? It's, it's like a cage for offensive linemen. Yep. But what you did when you got in trouble, you know, it had five slots. So you'd take on people inside the cage, okay. teaching to stay low. But when you got in trouble, you had to bear crawl all the way through that thing. You go in, out, in, out. And you you best not stop when you got to that other end. You just snaked your way through it, bear crawling the whole time. And if you stood up, Dong. Doing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just Rather ring fight. your bell. Don't give. <laughs> and the whole time, he's just berating you. Just yelling. And you're saying, I don't want to end up back here. But, you know, hey. One of my that's favorite. why. That's why I, I just. It's my opinion. But that's why that we were most good. coaches did some military time, or they wanted to. Yeah, right. it was their second. Well, maybe that's there. where the army got it from. I don't know. Yeah. No. Well, I think, but I think you see the ones that run their program, like the military, are successful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would. I would say that Alabama football is. Oh, I don't know. An equivalent to a military institution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. my way or the highway. Yeah. But yeah. even the military. And, the discipline has changed yeah. dramatically yeah. over the years. And speaking of the military side, we, we, I got a good friend of ours oh, who just picture. happens to come through town who is an expert on such things yeah. that we, we might get a chance to talk to him today. Yeah, he's been bit. in, what, for 30 years, right? 30-something years. Yeah, yeah, he retired after 30 years in the military. E-9. I was talking to him like he was an E-3 when he was duck hunting with us. <laughs> I had no idea. Hey, he, he was, was in charge. E9. You was in charge. I, I, I was the E nine that day. You, yeah, you was the E nine in charge of the outfit, boys. And, and when we got done, they said, "You know, he's an E 9 I'm like, "What?" Yeah, I know don't, that. don't apologize to him, I said, "Jr. I ain't gonna apologize to you." What was your said, rank, sir? Mine was E seven. Look, you almost made it there. What? No. Oh. No, I had one problem that hey, uh, with Naps. my problem, you're not gonna make E eight or E nine. That mouth. The mouth. Yeah. He's a little lippy. You got it. Yeah, uh-huh. little lippy. He's a little lippy. Same thing that got well, you in trouble with Chubby old, Charles. Look, <laughs> I, hey, I'm like old Clint Eastwood in the movie about a man's got to know his limitations. Okay, I know my limitations. Okay, I, I would have not made. I probably didn't even make a good E7, but <laughs> I know good and well I wouldn't made it good E8 or E9 because you got to be political. Yeah. And I'm not political, and and. Plus, you got to be smart enough to know when to shut your mouth and 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 just listen and say, okay, yeah, okay. And we all know that filter been gone. And no, no, that's <laughs> yeah. that been gone, broke, whatever. Okay. May have not it even come in the box. Uh, yeah, it may have not even been been there to begin with. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord, well let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> let's do it. Martin. Yeah, buddy. What's the greatest piece of mail you've ever gotten? 
I don't know, man. I, yes, I would, you do. What? It's a mattress, and it came from <laughs> Helix. Came from Is that Helix. not the best thing ever? You open a box, boom, you have a mattress, and you're like, a mattress in the mail? I don't know. And then it's like the most comfortable mattress ever because it was tailor-made for you because you took a two-minute quiz, and it was like, hey, you're exactly what you need. Boom. And you're like, wow, this is the most comfortable thing on earth. Thanks, Helix. I will, and it I, came in the mail. I will have to say, I will have to say, until you get a mattress in the mail, you never realize how tedious going to a mattress store actually is Ugh, to find yeah. the one for you where you can sit down and in two minutes answer all the questions whether it's for you you and your wife your wife your kids whatever fill out the questionnaire and they send you a mattress that's made for you because that that's what they do helix sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences they have 20 unique mattresses including award-winning Lux collection and a mattress for Shocker, big and tall sleepers. That's your boy. And even a mattress made just for kids. And now Helix is bringing us their most premium mattresses yet with a new Helix Elite collection. Every Helix Elite has a built-in cooling cover, thousands of supportive coils, dual cushioning layers, and even lumbar support for a truly elevated sleep experience. So if you want to know which one it is, take the quiz. You can get it done in two minutes or less. And then you have a mattress that's built just for you, and it ships straight to your door. And then you jump on it and just... Hey, you're sleeping on a cloud, boys. You can jump on it. You can lay on it. You can do whatever yeah. you want on right. it because it is that, I mean, it's that well made. And there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it. So, 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress. That's right. And if you're not satisfied, which you're not, you're going to be ecstatic about how great it is. Look. <laughs> There you go. And we're all unique. We all sleep differently. That's why Helix has several different mattresses to choose from. They have models with memory foam layers, models more responsive foam to cradle your body, enhanced cooling features, keep you from overheating. And if your spine needs a little extra TLC, they got you. It has a hybrid design combining wrapped steel coils in the base and foam layers at the top. So, I mean, I don't know what else you could want in a mattress. Johnny D., He's wrapped up in a pillow in a cloud oh, every mine night. Mine is just a soft, fluffy, beautiful cloud. There you go. I should go, go back home right now. Moonlight, right? Moonlight. There you go. Moonlight, he's boys. he's chasing the moonlight. Not only is this the best mattress we've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattress delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Don't take our word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress pick by Wire Magazine, and it's recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Plus, they're American-made and come with a 10- or 15-year warranty, depending on which one you get. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash duck and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Go to helixsleep.com slash duck and use code HELIXPARTNER20. Rucker, do you know what makes the best neighbors? What makes the best neighbors? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Quiet ones. A good fence. You know what's better than building a fence out of dead wood? Ooh, live wood. There you go. Building it out of live wood. Yeah. And you can do that with our friends at Fast Growing Trees. If you want shrubs to protect you from your neighbors, I say protect, but, you know, kind of shelter you Mm -hmm. in place, do a little thing. You want shrubs, you want trees, you want bushes, you want grass they got you whatever you want they got you and that's what's cool because like i planted the persimmon trees i planted i got one for each of the boys i like a way to give back to wildlife all the wildlife come eat the persimmons when they're ready in a few years all the things it's our way of giving back you know and and it's really cool and not to mention i don't know if you 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 married now yep 
At some point, your wife's going to say, we need new bushes. Mm-hmm. We need new plants. Look, you know how expensive that is? Oh. It's a heck of a lot cheaper if you go to fastgrowingtrees.com, though, because they can help you out. You can type in you're in Louisiana. They can tell you what grows here, what doesn't grow here. So if you're like, man, that's really cool, but it don't grow here, don't waste your money. All right. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's useful. So there you go. Look, they have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. So they got like, you can grow lemons on your front porch. You can grow them in the kitchen. You can grow avocados, olives, figs, whatever you want. You can just go shopping right there. You know, you can go, I say, hey, we ain't got to go to the grocery store. Just go pick you a Meyer lemon right off the tree right there. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You don't have to drive around the nursery. Save yourself time. Save yourself some money. And their in-house experts are always ready 24-7 to help you out. And look, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DUCK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DUCK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com code DUCK. Offers valid for a limited time. Tell them we sent you. That's it. Put those headphones on, JR. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you like you're an E3. <laughs> well, it don't matter now. I mean, he's, he ain't he's in out, out. He I ain't in a little bit better no. when I was an E3. He, he's retired now, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so he's just a yeah. civilian. Yeah. 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 So you talk to him however you want to. Oh, that's right. Now, looking at him, I recommend it being kind. Still. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, uh, he's still in pretty good shape. He's <laughs> in, in pretty good shape. But he, yeah. but he was yeah. in the Air Force, so the P- PT standards are not. Yeah, they ain't what they used to be. No, no. Whenever you boys are ready to go run, we can go run. <laughs> no, I, I ain't going to run with you. Whenever you're ready. No, no. I, no. I, I, I you sw- see me running, get your gun ready and shoot what's chasing me. I swore off at running. Okay. <laughs> you always end up out of breath. Hey, I never I'm understood the appeal. No, well, no, no. But here's the first thing on, on, on the military. Okay. This ought to be good. I don't know about I don't know about the Well hell introduce this who's is, this it, is the first let's, well, hey. let's introduce who sent beside you. Well introduce him for us. All right. What was your rank, JR? Uh I was the chief master sergeant. That's right. Chief uh, the Air Force uh We got it right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, chief right. Master Sergeant. Yeah, okay. Right. So we got J.R. Lida here with us today, a special guest. He's famous in uh West Texas and <laughs> East Georgia. <laughs> That's a well, big, no. That's a big gap. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know I was. Hey, I covered a lot of territory. Texas and Georgia. I'll take that. But I'll retired take. how many years, JR? I did 30 years. 30 years in the Air Force. 30 years retired Chief Master Sergeant. Is that right? That's yeah. right. Chief Master Sergeant. Man. That's the highest rank you can attain in the Air Force. In the Air Force. NCO. NCO. Wise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, back we're, to what I was going to say. Okay. okay. The the military's I don't know about the Air Force. I'm speaking only Army. Yeah. The military's program, okay, PT program in in the Army, stinks to high heaven, okay. Because hey, I run five miles every day, five days a week. It never got me in shape. So something is wrong with their yeah. PT program. 
Yeah, it had nothing to do with them Winston's. Yeah, it didn't have nothing to do with them well, cigarettes. Hey, no, no, I, even if not, you smoke, I don't nothing. care if you smoke a carton a day. <laughs> if you run five miles every day for five uh, days a week, you should be able to run five miles and don't even break a sweat. How Sometimes, far could uh, you run right now? Right now, I can't run nowhere. <laughs> Okay. Sometimes I think it's got to do with what you do after you run those five miles. Uh oh. What did you do after you ran the five miles uh, every day? Uh, hey, not much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the start of my life. <laughs> hey, I never did do much when I did a better uh, Found a place. Oh, he found a place, took a nap. Yeah. Had him a breathing treatment. Oh, I'm probably the only person in the military that got a, a hour nap in every day. Regardless of what was going on, continuous was, or yeah, oh no, if it's at war or whatever, peacetime, it don't make a difference. Hey, when I this boy gets tired, I'm gonna find me somewhere to get some a nap. So I had I had Cy and Stone uh, beam in in the middle of COVID uh, to talk to all of our airmen during the awards ceremony. Right, this was a big deal for everybody, and everybody tuned in, and all Cy did was tell them how to take a nap for an hour every day. <laughs> You think they got it figured out? <laughs> and look, I'm mad they really enjoyed it. Because, oh. hey, look, you know, you're talking about unsung heroes, okay? I mean, military people that serve. Oh, they ain't unsung around here. Well, I know, but most of, you know. Yeah, a lot of places they are, people. but not around here. Yeah. No, we... But they just, you know, uh, they do not get the credit. And, and his wife is sitting right over her. She's a servant, too. Okay, because oh, she's 100%. married to him. <laughs> well, okay, he served and so did she. Okay, because she had to take care of all the business while he was out taking care of all the soldiers and everybody else. So I'll actually brag on her just a little bit. Not only did she take care of me, but uh, she served uh, 23 years herself. So she she retires at E7, oh, Master okay. Sergeant of the Air Force as well. Yeah. Look at there. Well, there hey, first and foremost, thank both of you for serving our nation. And I know she don't have a microphone, but yeah. does it make you feel any better that you and Cy... We're the same rank. <laughs> she was probably a better E7 than I was. Well, okay, so yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I'm gonna go ahead well, and hey, remove. She probably, uh, she probably could say you know, no or yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, instead of running my mouth. Something tells me they put you at E7 so they wouldn't have to fool with you. No, no. Hey, look, and I really believe this. I was actually a a, a secret agent for the army. No, no, I'm serious. Because you got to understand something. Who were I you? Drove, I about? drove. I drove all the way here today for this. For, for oh yeah. No, no, no. Because you got to understand something. Okay? Who were you spying on me, the army? No, no. Me right. and about thirty other E7s. Okay, we're stationed at <clears throat> Europe. Okay, at 200 Tamsey. Okay, which is supply, you know, for Europe, you know, and the world really. But anyway, all thirty of us. I was. You probably won't believe this, but I was in the top 5%. Not physically. (laughs) Army-wide in supply, my job. I was in the top 5% Army-wide, okay? So me and these 30 guys that I know, okay, we all went to the same schools and all this stuff. We're at 200 Tamsey, okay? I'm in the operational cell, okay? So here comes the promotion list. And they're all saying, hey, did you get your EE8? And I said, no, I didn't make it. And they said, wait a minute, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? You didn't make it. I said, I didn't make it, guys. You know, well, all 30 of them did. 
Mm-hmm. You know, but look, if they had promoted me to E8, they would have had to move me out of my job that I was doing. And the reason I'm saying that I was actually a secret agent is they kept, look, I had been to this place. The first time I went, I had been there three days. Me and a lieutenant colonel and a GS-12 just head-to-head clash. Boom. And every, you know, the first day. I'd been there three days, and we, boom, it's a blow-up, you know. <laughs> you know, so it, my life was miserable for the first three years of that that tour. Well, guess what? The next time I get ordered to Germany, it's the same place, the same division. You know, after this happens about five or six times, and every time I go there, I'm in trouble as soon as I get there. Why would you keep sending me back if I'm just trouble? So but I was told by the NCOs above me, okay, that, hey, I busted a, a, a smuggling ring over there that was selling all of our equipment worldwide. Okay, they said I broke it up because, hey, I'm doing all the paperwork on this stallish stuff we've got. And look, when I come up missing 10 of something, you're going to have to give me an answer of what happened to them 10 items. Okay. Yeah. So I kept asking them, hey, then that's how the, the ring got busted up. And I kept asking questions, and finally somebody said, oh, well, I know what happened to it. It's being stole by this gang of thieves that are, you know, worldwide. Secret agent. Secret agent. Breaking up, you know, that's breaking reason, up that's international reason, crime ring. You know, hey, that's the <laughs> reason they did promote me to E8 or E9. Not only that, but because I wouldn't have made a good E8 or E9. Uh, and he'll he'll vouch for this. Yeah, I, you have to be political if you're in the E eight or E nine position, uh-oh. correct? Uh oh. Well, I'm I'm not even going to go there. But what uh-oh. I will say is that <laughs> oh, I could see that look on his face. It was somewhere between I ain't answering this and I just smelled a fart. I don't, but it was it wasn't good. I trying to put you on the spot. <laughs> He's trying to back me in the corner, but I'm not going. Uh-huh. He ain't going. I'm not going to let him. I'm not yeah. going to let him. There's a reason. That's why he made the eight and the nine. There's a reason okay. he made thirty and you made twenty four and a half. Yeah, 24 you know? and a half. Hey, oh, they did me a favor by kicking me out. <laughs> okay. They didn't know it at the time, but they did do me a favor by oh, kicking me out. They did you a big favor. So. Oh, man, alive. Oh, shit. Good grief. Secret agent. Because if truth be known, mm-hmm. okay, I should have actually did time. I'd love to know the, the truth. No, no. <laughs> I'd love to know the truth. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, okay. That's a loaded phrase. Hold on. Hey. Truth be known. <laughs> So you're saying you should have done time? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk so about They got time. a thing that's called insubordination. That would have been putting it mildly with some of the stuff I got away with, okay? <laughs> Lord, they figured out it was cheaper to keep you there. Huh? Well, I guess. There you go. Well, I guess. Oh, man. Well, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. I want to hear Jr. tell his version of what it was like to go hunting with us for the first time. That's what I want to hear. This ought to be, this ought to be good. All right, so we, we, me and Si have told the story before, but truth be told, 
I don't know if you can handle the truth. <laughs> oh, he's like an old boy. He's like an old boy. I don't, know if, you can, I don't know if you can handle the truth <laughs> yeah. about yeah. the hunting story. Well, well, tell us, tell us about not this year's veterans hunt because it did. Because all we did this year was look at the sky and eat tartar burgers. Well, I would tell you about the hunt this year, but side set us up. He decided Ooh, to not hunt with us. I had, had some on the calendar, and, yeah. and I don't know how we all missed it. Everybody missed yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we had fun, even though we didn't kill a duck this year. Well, Sai ain't we, been duck hunting in 2020 well, yet. Right. <laughs> I don't blame him either. Yeah. <laughs> even though. Hey, look, I did listen. That's a shocker of all shots. Because he said, hey, he called me and said, hey, what about, and I said, well, what do you think? He said, look, if it was up to me, I wouldn't even come, come tomorrow. There you go. You yep. finally wouldn't. Oh, so, hey, I just said, uh, okay, I won't be there. You finally wouldn't <laughs> well, be then, an insubordinate. Hey, every day he would call, and I'd check in with him and say, well, did y'all kill anything? He said, nah, we ain't killing nothing. I said, well, I won't be there tomorrow either. Well, that way I missed about half of this year's season. Uh, okay, I didn't go but about a month. Uh, I anyway. Of it. I, uh, there yeah, wasn't a duck to be man. found this but, year. Let's but, hear JR's version but, of, of the veterans' okay. hut. Last year, though, last year was a big time, though. It was. Yeah. It was a good time. So, um, yeah, I remember Matt Matt gave me a call and went, hey, hey, man, Stone's got an opportunity for us to do some veterans' hunt, you know, down in down down with the guys, and Sai's going to go out with us. And, you know, we got all excited. And then you called me back and you went, hey, I got an extra spot. You got somebody. And I went, I got 11,000 people that have come down here and hunt, right? <laughs> but I called the major. Remember Major oh, John? Yeah. Major oh, yeah. John major came John. down. Major John came down with his retired Marine Corps major. Remember him, Sai? <laughs> yeah. I remember the first thing you told him, I remember he blew a duck on one time. Hey, put that thing in your pocket. I'll never take it out again. So I don't care if you are a major. So so Jay got us out there, loaded us up in this blind, and you know we we got out there and getting into that blind was actually a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be. I mean we went out there and that that the, the hole to get in there wasn't no bigger than a than a little dog door. It didn't. Oh yeah, you got to go shoulder shoulder oh, yeah. by shoulder. Well, welcome, Phil, yeah. welcome to my life. I had to get down to my belly and low crawl in. Yeah. There. You know Phil does that on purpose. He makes some doors like that because he likes watching Godwin and and Martin. Try to get through that little 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 then door. We're, then we're pulling chairs throw, and gear through there. Throw tip on that. Next time you go, if you put your butt in first, it's way easier. Yeah. Get up there, turn around, jump up on the door, and then you can shimmy in there, and you're good to go. Oh yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Goblin though, he just kind of, he just, you know, boom. We were like, we were low crawling trying to get through that door. Oh yeah. Carry all that gear in. Sometimes there. you got to watch out for that. Yeah. Raccoon feces. Yeah, when you're low crawling. Maybe the raccoon himself. I, yeah. up in there. I ain't trying to hide that story before we go. Why does a raccoon crap on the inside of the door when he could turn his butt around and then drop in the water? They <laughs> get be, they, they get must credit. be related to Curly Don. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. See, that's going to hijack the story. No, go back, well, go back hey, to the hunting story. That's We're a back. good story for us to tell later. Go ahead, JR. I'm sorry. So we all got out there in the blind that morning, right? And we're pulling all that gear in that little bitty door, and we're trying to get everybody in there. There was, what, seven of us, I think? Yeah. There were seven of us that all got in that blind. And then and then Jay, Jay leaves, and as soon as he leaves the blind, the major gets his calls out, right, and yeah. starts bowing on yeah, the I went to go get the boat Yeah. because it was time to go. <clears throat> we were going in for a little lunch, and I heard that duck call crank up. <laughs> and, and and I looked. They had a couple of mallards working, but I, I'll be honest with you, it didn't sound nothing like a duck. <laughs> well, the major was a whaling on it. He was, oh man, he was he was whaling on it. He was whaling. So I called I, I called Jr. And I said, Hey, tell, tell whoever's blowing that call, they need to put it in their pocket if they want to kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just so happened to be a major in the Marine Corps. 
Oh, square jaw devil dog. But we went back out that afternoon, right? We went back out that afternoon. We was all in there. We was all in there, and the major pulled out his call, and he started to blow, and Jay looks down the blind at him right in the eyes, and he goes, you can stop blowing that call. <laughs> and the major was like, you don't want me to call no more? And Jay was like, no. <laughs> you don't want me to call well, no that's more? That's always an uncomfortable <laughs> thing, man. <laughs> And the, I whole don't blind, care. and the whole blind was just, just went quiet for a minute to watch and see what was going to happen. That's Phil's favorite line. <laughs> Phil's line on that one, he don't want to hurt nobody. Y'all get on them gadwall calls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ever hear Phil, get Drake whistle, Drake whistle. That, that means quit yeah. blowing yeah. your duck yeah, call. Get rid of your call. Yeah. You know, Jace does that now, too. He said, y'all y'all quit blowing them mattered hen calls. Then he'll go, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he'll crank down on it. Oh, yeah. That's but the, but it, it was, man. But you get off work, you get off easier talking about a a man's woman. Oh, yeah. And his duck call. Or his dog. Or his dog. Talk about yeah. the duck calling or the dog. Yeah. That yeah. major, he probably looked at you a little cross-eyed, too, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, was, I, I, he I, was not happy with Jay. I, I, not happy with Jay. I, I will tell you this. I was, stride, I was a little bit nervous, but I was going to stand firm on that. How the many rule, feet was in between you and him? Oh, he was at the other end of the blind. Oh, yeah. I'd stand firm, too, then. <laughs> yeah. He had a long way to go to get to. So, yeah. <laughs> he had the belly crawl all the way down there to get to. Yeah, that's, yeah. You yeah, got time to move, man. <laughs> the rule is, if you don't sound like a duck, don't blow the call. That's the rule. But some people have to be told. But you notice he looked at me when he said that. Yeah, the and and you can tell Major John. I'll tell him when I see him. I'm not going to apologize because he didn't sound like a duck. <laughs> we do the same thing, to Uncle Si. Yeah. <laughs> he breaks that mattered hen call out, and guess what? Look down the other end of the blind, say, Si. You need to put that in your pocket. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to tell you, though. I'm going to tell you. So there was a duck that was shot down on the left end. There was a duck shot down there in the morning on the left end, and my brother Matt claimed that duck, right? Uh-oh. Now, to this day, Matt Matt has never shot a duck in his life. He thinks he has, but he's never shot a duck He's got the life. same problem I got. <laughs> Claiming. I think I know the shot you're talking about. No, no, no. It was a 75-yard shot left or right. On a gap. Right to left. Yeah. Yeah, left I right. already know who's going to claim that. Uh, no, I saw it. I saw the footage of it. The major, the major clipped that duck. John, John shot him? Yes, he did. It was, it was no doubt the footage, the camera was right behind it. Well, I was actually going to give credit to Sive. Well, no, no. Because I don't want Matt to have credit for no, shooting No, Matt, me and Matt was raised up. Okay, I did kill him. Matt claimed it. <laughs> Oh, anyway, you yeah, want to talk, but I remember the one that John killed. Oh, yeah, it was a shot. Okay. That was a yeah, long he made shot. A good hey, shot. He might not can blow a duck yeah. call, but the man can shoot. Oh, yeah. And that's how you know he can't blow a duck call. That's right. <laughs> if you can shoot him at 80, you ain't getting them real close to he hit that. He hit that mallard over what? top of us in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. That, that was that was passing from, from, from behind us. He hit that. Mallard. Oh, he shot that one, too? Oh, yeah, he shot that one. Oh, mallard, yeah. Sure. Oh, he's a shotgunner. Yeah. But I'm, I, this is in John's defense, you know. You know, don't feel bad, John. Okay, because you know, according <laughs> to the people in the blind, when you hunt with the Robertsons, okay, there ain't but two people, maybe three, okay, that can call a duck. That'd be Phil Robertson, Jason Robertson, and I'll, Stone. I'll include Stone in that. The rest of them, it wouldn't make any difference who, what their resume <laughs> was. According to Phil and Jason Robertson, uh, no one else can call. Yeah. Oh, you are right about that. And oh, some hey. of that did rub off on me. I, yeah. I would, I'll be the first to admit it. So I'll tell you. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. You ought to try telling the land owner to shut up. 
You want to talk I'm about I'm the only wanna, one that can tell them. You want to talk about get weird. Yeah, I'm the only one that can tell them and get away with it because yeah. my last name is Robertson. Yeah, but, you, uh, but hey, both of them are full of When you go places and you tell the boy that's paying a note on a place, hey, put that duck call up, that, that takes a special kind of friendship oh, yeah. there. I, I bet you had to phrase that just right. Yeah, I generally just, I, when he knows when I quit blowing, it, it, it ain't working. Like, let, let's let's all get quiet, you know, and then I'll start easing back in there. But, yeah, it's, it's getting to the point that, hey, you'd be better off to leave your duck all at the house. Easy now. We still got to sell them things. He didn't mean that. He didn't mean that. He meant crazy. buy more of them. Uh, you, you need to buy more of those. Yeah, crazy. you need different tones. That's, That's crazy what he talks, meant. huh? Yeah, don't be saying hey, stuff like that. Okay, in other words, y'all tell me I need dogs. practice. Okay. No, in other words, I'm telling you, stay out of the business. Oh, okay. We'll be hey, fine. Right. Hey, you Look, can't kill ducks without duck calls. You retired. We ain't. Oh, it helps. Oh, it gets them from 40 to 20. That helps. You know, but anyway. Well, JR. We appreciate you stopping by, man. That's a good time. Hey, hold on. Before we, uh, what, before what we, we wrap doing? it up, one more thing. What you got? I, I would, JR, tell us about what y'all got going with the, uh, with the Veterans Hut up north. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm so, interested in that. Yeah, so uh, Major John um, runs Camp Valor Outdoors. It's a nonprofit where he brings together uh, veterans uh, and uh, connects them through things in the outdoors. He helps the ill, injured, and wounded veterans. And um, – you know, I, I wanted to pitch in to help him out, so we're going to put together a veterans pheasant hunt, raise a little bit of money up in Emory, South Dakota this year. Uh, I invited Stone and Sy to come up. Hey, uh, I've been there. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. We're I've, gonna, I've hunted right there around that. I, I volunteered that, that. is good. That is good. Good pheasant hunting up it there. Is. And um, we got a we got a four star lodge up there. Everything is included. So we're looking for some look, looking for some folks to sponsor some vets and take them out hunting. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. No, I've been there. You're gonna enjoy that. That that's a that's a really cool part of the world. And Sai, you're gonna like it. Well, I think that in South going. Dakota, yeah. if the pheasant is running down the road, you can whack him. I'm going to tell you. Running right down the middle of the road. That's just common sense. <laughs> Pheasant hunting is a is truly a gentleman's sport. You get breakfast at 8 o'clock. The guy picks you up at 945. You got your limit, and you're back in for lunch by noon. It's, yeah. Uh, the one time I went, it was blowing snow and blowing sideways. It was anything but gentleman's, but it sure was fun. Well, hey, it was a lot of the fun. That's one because I've seen one on television. It's where they line up a bunch of guys and they walk through a field and it's usually snow covered. Uh huh. Okay, and then you got a bunch of guys at the end of this field with shotguns. That's if they slick them, you. And they shoot them as they come over. You want to? Be- I'm looking. Okay, and they got the dogs and the people walking through, and there are literally, when I say thousands. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There are literally thousands of festivals well, look, getting si, up. So we got to figure it out. We're going to put you on the back of a golf cart, and they're going to put it in reverse. Yep. And they're going to back you. You're going to have your shotgun ready. And we, they, we're just going to back you through the weeds. When them yep. pheasants get up, you shoot them. No, put Sai on the end. Put him as a blocker. Put him yeah. as a blocker. He'll make that yeah. shot on the ones that get away. You can't put him in the field. He's going to try to shoot him right off the end of the gun barrel. Then the people of South Dakota is going to judge well, no, you hey, hard. Hey, they got to let them get away from him. They frown upon that get up boom. Oh, do they? Oh, they don't. No. This is you're traditional. Right. You got to have a, you got to be a gentleman. You got to let him get up, you get gotta going. Let, you got to be a gentleman. That's why I said get on the end where you ain't got to okay. walk. Say, it ain't well, near as aggravating. Be a blocker. By the way, this is the same major that we were talking about earlier with the duck call. Awesome awesome guy as far as serving other humans yeah. and uh he does a lot a lot for our vets you know the best news about pheasant hunting though what's that ain't no call 
You ain't got to worry about the major. (laughs) 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 Things won't get weird with the major. Uh, Kick them up and shoot them. Oh, well, that's awesome. Camp, what's the name? Camp Valor? It's Camp Valor Outdoors. They're out of uh, Holden, uh, Missouri. Okay. They have a website. Do you know? Yep. Yep. Um, Camp Valor Outdoors. Uh, They're on Facebook, and uh, I think they got a .org as well. Perfect. We'll put it in the show notes. All right, man. We'll see. We'll be back right after this. Did y'all know Willie's afraid of cotton balls? Cotton balls. Yeah. Willie has cotton cotton ball phobia. Huh. And I told Kay, I said, I bet you it has to do with a nurse. A nurse snuck up behind him and had the cotton ball over the needle and then popped him with a shot. <laughs> popped him. <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of cotton, phobia balls, of cotton balls. I saw something the other day that I think is gonna be the next big thing. So <clears throat> next big thing. This, this guy was putting cotton ball, he was standing behind the table. My, I walked around the corner, and my seven-year-old daughter was watching this, putting cotton balls in his ears, doing his mouth like this. And the next thing you see is another guy standing across the table doing this. Slapping oh. him? Slap contest. Lining him up, open-handed. He had cotton balls in both ears, and he come back. I'm talking about and popped everything he had, slapped him in the face, and it, and it knocked the dude out. Smooth. They had catchers back behind him. Just slapping each other? He knocked his he knocked this guy out with Oh a yeah. Slap. Oh yeah. Slap fights is I what they called. Him. No, he, he I mean knocked him out cold. You never slapped anybody? No. I, no, I don't slap. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. People don't slap me. Big old boys, too. I mean big boys. <laughs> Hold on. You take, hit me with a broom handle or a hammer. <laughs> Don't open. Yeah, you slapped me. <laughs> These and guys we would take turns city, buddy. until somebody got knocked out. No, no, that's why I was asking. And you saw me. This is something that's fixing to catch on. Oh yeah, it's gonna catch on. They know <laughs> like the UFC. I got to watch it. I couldn't quit watching it. It, it just. They're really hitting a bigger sign of disrespect though to somebody to slap you with an open palm. The human being is losing it. <laughs> no, it's been gone. Yeah, they ain't. Yeah. They ain't losing. Yeah, but I mean, it, so. you when you slap people for fun. Oh, that's oh! Hey, go ahead and knock me out. See, yeah, see if you can find it. Show it. Oh my goodness! There's like sixty thousand people watching. Mm-hmm. It's like a stadium. Oh yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. but they have faults and all kinds of things in that mess. Oh yeah, you can't flinch. Or... Yeah, like if you move your head, if you don't just stand there and take it, you get you get slapped again. <laughs> like oh, oh, look at this old boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at Si. Look at Si's face. Uh... Si, you ready to join the tour? Your people, you people have lost y'all flipping mind. <laughs> he started combing his beard after he got slapped to prove what a man he is. And that was to get the saliva out of it. Yeah. Oh, that's big, but there's weight classes. Oh, yeah, heavyweights. I think they got uh, women doing it, too. Yeah, yeah, there was a woman. She was sitting there fixed to do, you know. Uh-uh. <laughs> Uh-uh. Obscure sports. Somebody, somebody Obscure. fixed a die. Yeah, this is on the Ocho. Yeah. Look yeah. At this. They come on right oh. after. Whoa. I thought. <laughs> you don't want to fool with that gal. I love I'm sorry. The sitting on the, she, just, she was standing there and they slept her and she, all she did was just a little bit of this. And I mean, I, and she was, it was full force and all it would do like this. Oh, yeah. And then she said, now it's my turn. They should start doing that in UFC. Just a little. <laughs> <whop-pop>. Yeah. <laughs> A yeah, the human off. race, I'm telling you, boys, hey. What's wrong with them? We're fixing to go extinct. Oh, they got that. 
How uh, did we get here? Oh, uh, could you believe that? that I mean, that's the sport now. <clears throat> Fill your ears full of cotton cotton balls, and then tell so me, Willie's hey, out. Go ahead and knock me out. So yeah. Willie's out if you got to put cotton balls. Yeah, we just learned that Willie, the man who's been the meanest to me in my whole life, is afraid of cotton. Like, <laughs> like he don't want it going in his ears, or like, he don't like seeing them. He don't no, like. No, no, no. He's got a touch. So like, so like, if we just start putting he's random ones a, in his truck and oh. stuff like that. Next time he's in this room, I'm just gonna throw them at him the entire just, just one. No, no, no. The the film crew. He was always climbing with them, fooling with them, and doing pranks on them. Yeah. Well, they finally got him back because they brought like a a wash tub of cotton Real balls. Fun. Yeah, of cotton balls and poured them, and he just. <laughs> Uh. He freaked out when they poured it on him. I'm serious. Corey, this is what Corey told us on the on the podcast. The now, say that's just dumb. <laughs> that's Sorry, weird. boss. That's dumb. If you got a like, phobia, it's all kind of you, phobia. If you're scared of snakes, okay. That's a phobia. If you're scared of spiders, okay. Scared of wasp, okay. Cotton moth? Well, What's I that thing going to do to you? I, I guarantee you, it, you trace it back, it's going to be a nurse popped him with a needle, and she hid the, she hid the needle with a cotton moth. Yeah, we need to send him to therapy. We need I need to, to know. Need I, to, that boy needs to therapy. undergo hypnosis. Well, hey, need he to needed therapy. Out what the cause of that he is. needed therapy for other reasons, not just cotton balls. It's probably worse. Like the whole we, Robertson family needs therapy. <laughs> crying out loud. That's you, too. Me included. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know I, I need I was just therapy. making sure you you realized you oh, were still no, in there. I, hey, I know I need therapy. Oh, don't we all? I spent 24 and a half years in the military. I, I, need, I need therapy, therapy just being married to one. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Mm. Careful. She doesn't. Never, she never don't a dull listen. moment, boys. People ask my wife, she's like, can you believe John David said that? And she's like, what did he say? Like, she don't. She ain't listening. I can say whatever I want on here, and my wife will never hear about it. Mm. Unless y'all tell uh, her. But, uh, yo, when you come to it, when you say, okay, when you say something like, uh, are you normal? Nope. There's no such thing as normal. No, no. Especially you. Okay, if it was, I would never want to be that. No, we can okay. tell. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. even more thankful of? What? That that isn't normal. Well, hey. <laughs> hey, normal to me would be boring, okay? That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm anything but normal, okay? Because yeah. I'm never boring. I agree. Well, these people in the slap fighting ain't normal because no, they, they're insane. I'm trying to, are. I was like, it must be for a million dollars to just get, the no. crap knocked out of you? No. no probably for like some Hooters gift cards or something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what I looked at. Don't go there. I mean, I'm just saying. Let's like, see if you can find out what the I saw one. Was. It was 50,000 rubies. Oh, that's Russian. Yeah, which was I $700. Hey, wait oh, a I got to say this. I can yeah. understand Hooters. Okay. I can't understand slapping. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back hey. after this before this gets anywhere. Well, I'm just Thank saying, you for hey. tuning in. This is I'm the Duck Call Radio Family hey. Show. We love you. Good night. Johnny D, we're in that mailbag. Hello at duckcallroom.com. That's the email address. Johnny D, what's in there? Some people don't know how to email. No. And I'm just going to call out a guy named Cody from Southern Florida who put his entire email in the subject line. Said, hey, I'm Cody from Southern Florida, and I was wondering if you could read this on the podcast. Also, can you guys get other people on the podcast? Willie, Phil, Miss Kay, and like John Luke, maybe. What's wrong with us? Why? Huh? And did you watch last week? Hey, like, where you at? I'm just confused on why he wants four other people instead of us. And why he wants variety. Why it was all in the subject line. 
Anyways. That was his question. What did you say? I don't know. It was oh. weird. I'm just I telling you. I couldn't tell. Well, what's the question? There was. That was it. We what get weird I? emails. Oh. That's my point. I got it. Okay. And I read weird all email. of them. Wow. Anyways, um, relationship advice from Pace. Uh-oh. Hello, my name is Pace, and I would like advice on this subject. I have had feelings for this girl for a couple years, and I asked her out. But her parents said she can't date till college. What do y'all think I should do? I think you need to hit up Willie on that one. That sounds like I've heard that story before. Can't date till college. Then you just got to wait, huh? I mean, it's up to her. I don't know. I'd probably quicken up the pace. Yeah. I was going to say, me and and her parents would not get along. That's code for they don't like you. We don't like you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this, you figured this, this part of it out, but her parents ain't with digging the young you. Lady. <laughs> this is a parenting problem. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. But what that, is the right age to let your daughter? De- My daughter's three. Yeah, <laughs> so that's too young. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, about that. If you're gonna send her out there with the power of a vehicle, mm-hmm. then she's she's earned the right to date. I mean, she she's there. That's good. You know, as long as you've raised them right and everything's respectful. And, but in theory, I mean, the young man should be coming to pick her up and have a, have a strict curfew and all that. But, yeah, I mean, I'd say mid-teens is a good time to start. Well, do y'all agree with me out. on this? What? This is, this is not a young lady. This is a parent problem. Yeah, no. I mean, he was doing a super, like, what's the word, chivalrous thing by he asking the parents. No, he yeah. didn't ask. He asked her out, and the parents yeah. said, uh-uh. Oh, well, she may be straight lying to you, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that True. sounds like a likely story. Like, if my if mom said not, you should go my talk mom to the said, parents. Yeah, then ask them. Oh, well, I was thinking the same way you were. Sweep the parents off their the feet. Ask the parents. Yeah. If he could take her out. I asked her out, but her parents said she can't date till college. However, how old is he? How old is he? Do we know? He's Pace. He's Pace. I mean, but I don't if know. We I mean, Google if him. The, but if the girl is like 12 or 13, Obviously, yeah. the dad's response probably yeah. like, no, she ain't dating yeah. until college. He's like, old enough to have an email. Well, that doesn't mean nothing. you yeah. got to have an email yeah. for a Nintendo Switch yeah, We're account. missing some like, uh, I, We ain't getting the full story here. Like, Lots of update, variables. Update the, the, Pace, we need more information. Yeah, we need more, more information. Pace, email us in with advice. your age. Also, I want you, but I want you to go talk to their If you're 12, I especially want you to go talk to her parents. <laughs> yeah. But if you're 16, yeah. I also think it would be, you got to go, you got to, well, be a man. Go up and say, hey, I know y'all don't want this, but here's why I'm telling you, you do. But Pace, I'm just going to be honest with you. My gut says that that was her way of saying no without it being her say. Well, it may, it so, may be. Which, look, Burn. this is not going to be the first time you hear no in your life. Yeah. That's right. So pick yourself up by the bootstraps and keep yeah. on trucking. That's fine. Yeah. Girls she may mean. say She may say yes in two years. You don't know, but just keep on trucking. You start at the top of the totem pole and work your way down. Oh, you start at the bottom and work your way up. <laughs> Whichever way you want to do it there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next? Okay. What's All right, next? Christian girlfriend I'm, advice. Okay, yeah, this I, is. I just knew on this one, me and the prayer are fixing to have a big problem here. I'm, I'm, okay, because if she's caught my eye and I'm interested in her, just a little bit about, well, hey, you don't know. We just need, there's, we're missing key information in this story. And if she doesn't work uh, out, my friend. Like most relationships like that between a female and a male. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. You don't want to say, okay, hey, you can't do this. Oh, we a Romeo and Juliet thing. We're yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. This one of them deals that, uh-oh, wait a minute. You just, you've, you've maybe 
you know, made this worse than it was. Yeah. By saying no. Moving on before we get too far down this. But my friend Jake in high school. There we go. Shout out to my friend Jake. He did tell me once after a girl turned me down. He said, well, you got to lower your standards to up your average. So. <laughs> Might be something you need to look at. Well, maybe, like baseball. maybe there's some truth in that. You know, that's my buddy. He's a duck hunter. He's a good guy. <laughs> Anyways, Colin, 25 from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, he he's needs, he's Christian girlfriend. We're we're just staying in relationships today, boys. Um, he grew up, read the Bible, blah 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 blah. Went to church. Anyways, I haven't been the best Christian. And I am doing things I know is a sin. That's a good step. Just saying it out loud. I know I need to change, but I'm not sure how to because of my girlfriend. We've been dating for two years, and we both know we're going to marry each other. She does believe in God and was raised in church. She's non-denominational, yada, yada, yada. Let's just say we're both long from God and need to change. I kind of have a fear of bringing up the conversation of being more godly because of what she'll think of it. How do I get myself to do it and get, I'm going to say, get our relationship to be more godly without the, fear, without the fear she may not like it or take it seriously? Dun, dun, dun. There's a lot to unpack here. Loaded. Yeah. Loaded. yeah, so, okay. I, that, I had to read that. But old, basically, old 25. 25. So they're about to get married. Yeah. Sounds like um, he realizes they're going down a path he doesn't like, but he wants to be with her, but he wants to veer both him and her back to God. Well, yeah, hey, I'm proud of you're you. You're the only way she's going to get there, probably. So yeah. that's a good thing. I would say 25 years old. Mm, um, if, if the problem is what I'm thinking it is, I'm not going to assume anything. Just go ahead and ask her to marry you. Yeah, I, that was advice I was going to give. Put married. a ring on her hand. Because you're old enough now to, I mean, 25, yeah. I mean. I think I had one kid at 25. Did you? Yeah. I had one at 27. I think. And you said something, okay, that takes me down this way. You said we're doing things we know are wrong. And you talking about, well, how do I change this? Well, you got to stop doing things you know that are wrong first. <clears throat> Well, yeah, and the recognition of wrong is the yeah. first step. Yeah, you've done, done oh, that. Yeah. That's you correct, recognize I... you're doing things that you know are wrong. But yeah, if you go ahead and ask her to marry you, then you're going to have to go ask somebody to perform the ceremony. Odds are they're going to say, that's fine, but you're going to have to go through counseling with us first. Mm-hmm. There is your way in to get into a more godly relationship because they're going to give you, in theory, if they're a minister, at a church, they're going to go through some steps of Christian marriage counseling with you. My advice, pay very close attention during those classes. (laughs) Do not brush them off. (laughs) Because you know what? When you're sitting back there a year later saying, man, this marriage is tough, we need counseling, and they go through the same steps they did to you in the premarital, you're like, oh, yeah, I probably should have listened to what they were saying. You know, I'm, I'm speaking from experience here, guilty. Like, so that is your first step on getting back towards God, in my opinion, is just go ahead, pop the question, do the things, and go ask somebody that's going to perform the ceremony. Don't go to Vegas. Don't don't listen to Elvis. Like, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I get it. It's been on TV. But, 
you know, get you a real minister, get you somebody that's going to care about you in your life and will invest in you. Yeah. And, and that's going to start your path towards. But if your marriage is going to work, and I've also noticed when we take our eyes off of God, we struggle in our marriage. So, like, as long as we're both moving and striving towards the same thing, everything's great. But you, you'll you get relaxed or redundant. You know, you'll, you'll just get complacent in a lot of things. And when that happens, you start having problems. You're like, oh, oh, time out, time out. Let's get, let's get the first thing back to first, and then we'll, we'll go Reach from there. So. I think you hit the point, okay, is, is the starting point. You're saying, okay, hey, look, if you know, marry her, okay, and then, like you're talking about, you got to get somebody to marry you. So when they're going to take you, we got to go through counseling first. Mm-hmm. So there's your there's your starting point. Yeah. But but you're going to have to set the example. Yeah. I mean that's biblical. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. that's biblical. Ooh. The husband. Because it is God's Man, institution. We're talking. Yeah, about. absolutely. Okay, marriage is God's institution. And if you're wanting to get married, that yeah. shows me right there you have yeah. a faith in something other than yourself. Because if not, yeah. you just shack up. Yeah. Call it good. You don't have to get married. Yeah. You know, whatever. So, but you you are the head of the household once this happens, and the only way you're going to get her there is if she follows you. So you got to lead. That was good, uh, Martin. Bringing the heat, man. Good work. Hey, when you've sucked at it as much as I have, you know. How to... <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you. Like, you talking about recognition? That's yeah. that's where it's at. Oh, I'm okay. telling you. Like, you yeah. know, I have been a downright failure sometimes okay. in that area. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't, I don't feel like a long know. ranger. No, you ain't by yourself, buddy. Hey, hey. it uh, it doesn't bother me to yeah. admit it either. Yeah, like, me and my know. me and my wife had it figured out, so we didn't need that premarital counseling. Yeah. I recommend like every five years you go for a little redose of marriage counseling anyway in case you become blind to some things. Do something. Go hit it for a couple of months. That ain't going to hurt you nothing. I mean, it hurts your pocketbook for a little bit, but, you know, that's an investment into your marriage. We just did a whole retreat with a bunch of other people to talk about, hey, let's make sure we're on the right track. That's exactly right. And, yeah, I think that's all great advice that you gave him there. Get married, man. Absolutely. We're telling you to pop the question. It's fantastic. Hey, somebody wrote a song about it. Put a ring on it. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. If you like it, then you should have. (laughs) (laughs) What's our Bible verse, Johnny D? Sorry. Um, That got weird. Okay, uh, I'm sticking with the theme I've been sticking with. 2 Samuel 22, 2 through 4. He said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge and my savior. From violent people, you save me. I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise and have been saved from my enemies. People, the Lord is your rock. Amen. Make him that. Amen. We'll see y'all next time right here in the duck call room. Shout out to our friend JR for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah.